0: I'm David Mason, the director of public health for the town of Sandwich. And we are here doing our PSA second wave number two. So we're here to uh, talk today just to give you an update where the numbers are in town uh, and speak to some general questions that we have been receiving and uh, we'll start with our usual update from Chief Burke.
1: Excellent, good morning Dave. Um, As of this morning, eight cases that we are monitoring in town, uh, so the numbers remain steady. Uh, No hospitalizations. I will note yesterday that Cape had their highest positive number in about seven months with 69 cases. They've been averaging, Barnstable County, anywhere from 14 to 25 cases over the last six months, uh, up to 69. The question is, was there a a data dump over the weekend? Uh, Today's numbers will be telling again as we move forward. Hospitalizations were also up. Last time we chatted last week, there was only one. And I believe there are six at Cape Cod, uh, one at Falmouth, and there's one in the ICU.
0: I'm just going to update that quickly. Even for better. I should have given that to you, Chief. I apologize. Uh, we have eight at Cape Cod Hospital, one in the ICU, and three at Falmouth Hospital. Okay. My apologies for that. Nope, no problem. So the uh, as far as where we're, where we're at there. So. Uh, Chief you have some updates for us also
1: yep so a couple things on uh, Dave's gonna mention this too. working with the county and testing is going to be what we're going to talk about today but uh, there's going to be some drive up testing uh, clinics that are going to be set up um, through the county Uh, there'll be a location in Falmouth uh, a location in Barnstable and one in servicing the outer Cape which they have not identified yet uh the initial uh, soft target for that would be the first week of december to get that up and running uh so falmouth will have one there'll be a location in barnstable uh, most likely at the county complex and then uh, a lower cape site for for testing this would be for asymptomatic testing travel um, all those uh testing needs that people have coming up uh, you'll be able to Get it there at the drive-throughs.
0: So, and that is, um, I believe, the Thalmus over at the fairgrounds. Fairgrounds. That's what they're looking at. Yep. Yep. The county fairgrounds. And is there a cost associated with that? Uh, they're saying no
1: cost. So this is uh, this is like the testing sites you see in the uh, in the hot communities of Massachusetts that they set up. Lawrence has been running one for a significant period of time now, uh, but it'll start to service uh, the state. Did allocate some money uh, routed through the county that'll be able to service
0: Cape residents now. Okay, because I did mention we've received numerous calls. I don't know if it's because of the holiday coming up, uh, but uh, the uh, asking about locations for free testing. There's some free testing sites that do exist, and we'll we'll have them. Uh, those will pop up as we're talking about this. As far as locations at CVS pharmacies and Whole Health Pharmacy uh, in Hyannis, they are currently free. But this. Uh, the testing that the chief is speaking to will be operating 24/7, I believe.
1: Um, they, I think they're trying to. I think to temper some optimism and be realistic. I think a 12-hour operational period initially to get started would make sense. But I think they're looking to transition to uh, round the clock, uh, and it will be appointment only initially at these sites to be able to control the flow so again we'll be checking with the county they'll at obviously advertise that the testing is available uh, you'll be able to sign up and, uh, and get tested and again they're they're hoping for the first week of december okay and this is being
0: financed by state money state money yep okay the county yep very good the uh, so is as far as when you start to see that type of situation with the state identifying testing areas it, it's as chief had mentioned similar to what you're seeing also in other parts of the country i know that uh, sometimes it's hard to believe what you see in the numbers and what's being put out there you know every now and then we reach out to uh, people we're familiar with, uh, I'll sp- just a quick story as far as Sean Grady, resident in town here, moved to Ohio. He's the emergency management director for Licking County, Ohio. And uh, he used to be on the Board of Health here and gave him a call just to see what he's seeing. And his comment was, get ready, it's heading your way. They're seeing overwhelming numbers. Their hospitals are out straight, overwhelmed at capacity at this point, And they're running the testing facilities. Uh, they're going 24-7 right now out there. Yep. And uh, so his warning was, uh, make sure everybody's following their protocol and being safe because it is coming this way. The, uh, as far as t- the travel orders, we had spoken in the past, Chief, regarding uh, we have got Thanksgiving right around the corner and that's been one of our biggest concerns. So as far as, you know, what do we have out there for, to speak to people about that, to give them a heads up? So travel order wise, there's very
1: few states that are on the nice list. Uh, that you can go to. So make sure um, you go to the state website, you review that. Uh, One of the key elements uh, as part of that travel order is if you go to a a hot state, um, you have to have a test within 72 hours of returning from that state. Uh, And again, if you are in a red state for testing, there's testing everywhere. Do some research. If you have to travel, make sure you make that part of your plan. Uh, to be able to be tested and, and present those test results upon your return to the Commonwealth.
0: All right, and just as far as in New England, for those traveling New England, uh, New Hampshire was pre- uh, was open, Vermont open, uh, Maine was, uh, Massachusetts has just been put on the red list with Maine, uh, so we have to we have to test out in order to travel to the state of Maine as of yesterday. So, uh, so just again uh, for Thanksgiving and your travel, put, make a plan, plan ahead. And uh, is, is to in order so you're not getting stuck somewhere or in a situation or bringing it back here. What other updates do we have for this week? Uh, so basically the travel, um, I think we should we should highlight
1: town meeting. Uh, special town meeting was held last week, that went well. Um, the One of the goals of the group was getting the schools to Thanksgiving. And we're not there yet, but we're pretty close, so kudos to the school staff for trying to manage that and, and give the kids some normalcy with education and, and if we can make it to Thanksgiving. That was a big goal of this group, the command team, to make that happen. Um, and then we're looking at, we're already forecasting uh, reentry testing for teachers after the holidays. Um, we have our testing supplies in. We're gonna work through the logistics of what that will look like, but we think that's important. Just as it was in August, to get them in the building, we're gonna have a significant gap of a couple weeks where uh, they're gonna be on break, and we wanna make sure they're re-entering the building that we've uh, at least tested those that, that are willing, that we can do the both the new rapid antigen tests that we, we just received, we have the nasal PCR capability, and the antibody testing. So we have a suite of tests that we can utilize, and, uh, and we're gonna finalize those plans in the coming weeks
0: great and then just uh, just let, let's go back as far as chief had mentioned that we have at the moment uh, today currently eight active cases positive cases I just want to point out as far as those it, which does not seem like a high number uh, but based on contact tracing you know so we once we receive the positive case we reach out to the positive case and we speak to them about who they have been in contact with and your typical positive case is averaging eight, five to ten contacts which means we then reach out to those contacts uh, to determine whether they're deemed and meet the definition of a direct contact. So while we look at just eight cases and we report on just eight cases, based on eight times ten we see potentially 80 people, let's say, that could, could potentially become positive cases. So, as Joanne Gaek is reaching out to people in the public health nurse office and myself, and then we, we speak to, you know, JJ speaks to the testing, we're really looking out beyond those eight cases because it is concerning, you know, I refer to it as the, as the internet connection of the web. Uh, it creates this web of people out there, and it's actually, you know, it's, the potential impact is larger than just eight cases. So we're continually monitoring that situation. Did I explain that correctly? I mean, is No,
1: I think that that explains it. Again, eight seems like a low number, Uh, but one of the things that we've looked at in my other life teaching at the university is whatever positive case count you have, they say multiply that by 10. That may be what you're looking at. So eight could be 80, and and again, that's not to say that's true, but that's one of the, the benchmarks that they look at. So again, I've noticed a significant uptick um, you know, in cases, and, and we're still able to track where those cases are coming from, but again, we just have to buckle down for the next 8 to 12 weeks, and, and the other thing I'll mention on the hospitalization, which is different than the first wave, is rural communities are being hit hard. They don't have the bed counts that bigger cities do, so um, that's why Cape Cod Healthcare is is being proactive and being prepared, and we had the Field Hospital at Joint Base Cape Cod in the spring, that would, you know, potentially that could be flipped and opened again if necessary. So it is hitting rural communities more, Uh, that's just the way viruses work. They seek the path of least resistance. Um, And again, the good news here in Massachusetts, we've been masking pretty consistently since May, uh, and I think that has been helpful. But it's not gonna be the be all end all, and we have to make sure our behaviors are um, are in line with social distancing, as hard as it is, and as frustrating as it is. Uh, if we can, there is some light at the end of the tunnel with vaccines, and hopefully we
0: can, uh, we can make it there sooner rather than later. Okay, and as far as buckling down also, and you mentioned uh, Mass chief, is the fact that you know, we are receiving calls, complaints, and concerns. Uh, from people in the community as far as how businesses are operating. Uh, whether they, you know, they're following the protocols, uh, our community has been excellent, we are receiving those complaints. Uh, and we are following up on those we we're, pro- we're not responding or you know following up with you those people who call us we just don't have the time at this point but I can assure you we are following up with those businesses that you call about that you have concerns to make sure they're following the protocols so that we can control the spread in the town here so I think that's what we have for today and we'll probably catch you before Thanksgiving again make a plan be safe and we'll talk to you next week thank you
1: thank you